Welcome back to Killer Fun, where we explore the intersection of crime and entertainment. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we're so glad that you're back with us. We are wrapping up our Halloween week coverage with... Halloween! Halloween! Happy Halloween! But not in this movie. Oh, no. It's (laughs) a less happy Halloween in John Carpenter's 1978 horror movie. Which I have to say is the only one. The rest don't matter. Sorry, John Carpenter. (laughs) This is the one that matters. Yes. Yes. I am all for a series and all of that. But you know what? I don't know. I feel like as much as I love John Carpenter, because he did my favorite, favorite scary movie of all time. What's that? In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, I don't know that one. It is... It's terrifying. Uh, The synopsis of In the Mouth of Madness is basically, what if you were the last sane person on Earth? Or more to the point, what if the definitions of sane and insane flipped? Okay, so you can tell why I love this movie. Um, Anyways, there might be some nostalgia in there as well, but nonetheless. um, John Carpenter, amazing. He's done Mm -hmm. Rosemary's Baby, but I'm sorry, man. One movie, dude. One just the one. Just the one. That's just all it needed. One. Yeah. Well, let's have the IMDb one sentence recap. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonville, Illinois to kill again. Originally called the babysitter murders. And then they decided that uh, it would be easier and better to market it simply titled Halloween. Win for the PA, folks. Yeah, exactly. So the inspiration for this movie by John Carpenter uh, was an amalgamation of things. He had been inspired by the Gainesville Ripper and uh, the Butcher of Plainfield, which was Ed Gein, who inspired Psycho, as well as a creepy encounter that John Carpenter had while he was attending Western Kentucky University. Ooh, really? He had a creepy encounter? He did. He had, like, some kind of class. He said psychology or something. He doesn't remember Well, now that makes a lot of sense. Well, (laughs) uh, yes. Knowing John Carpenter's, you know, entire catalog, I mean. And they visited a mental institution. So there was very seriously ill patients there. And he's in a documentary. John Carpenter is quoted as saying, we visited the most serious mentally ill patients. And there was this kid, he must have been 12 or 13. He literally had this look, this blank, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil eyes. And that was where the inspiration for Michael Myers came from. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Had a teeny tiny little budget, just $320,000. And yet, this one is the first, really. So, to use Skeddy Cam. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Other horror flicks like Nightmare on Elm Street and, and all of those, they, they ended up using it. And it was still pretty, you know, foundational, you know, building at the time. But um, but this one was, like, the first and best when they'd come, when he comes out of the door and they follow him. That was, like, one of the first times really ever. So, it was pretty cool. It's amazing for yeah. a movie with a little budget. Well, Steadicam didn't have the Steadicam name behind it yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was still brand new, and it was heavy. 
Yeah. You have to you have to be beastly. Yeah. You know, so it was still kind of a, a, a new thing, right? So Super it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So you mentioned to me right before we started recording that there's a Sam Loomis. A Sam Loomis. There is a Sam Loomis in Halloween and in Psycho, Psycho. which we talked about earlier this week. Yes, so go check it out if you haven't done That's that right. yet. And that is an intentional nod by John Carpenter to Psycho. And there's another connection with Psycho. What's that? What's that? Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, well, of oh, wait. Yeah. Her mother Oh yeah, of course. Was Janet Lee. Of course. Who was in Psycho, the secretary who sold her stole sold? No, sold, she no, stole. She stole forty thousand dollars. She didn't sell forty thousand dollars. How much would, would you be sell? Weird. How much how would you <laughs> sell forty thousand dollars for? Seems like forty thousand dollars would be the right price for that. <laughs> well, I don't know. These cash money places on oh, the corner, no. they sell money for way more than it's worth. Yeah, so yeah I don't don't, don't, do, don't that. do that. Literally do anything else. Anything else. Anything else to get money. Yes. Credit I mean, cards I are mean, actually less expensive. Call them. They will work something out. Do yeah. not go to those places. Do, do not. I mean, uh, other than something illegal, don't do that. Uh, well, yeah, don't do, do illegal. When I say do anything else, I don't mean like anything illegal. Right. I mean, ask friends, ask yeah. family. Call ask your a- credit card, call your bank. They have more resources than you realize. Mm-hmm. Do not let them sell you money for more than it's worth. That's right. So despite its tiny budget, it has made over $150 million. I mean, worldwide. I believe it. Yeah. Well, because it's been around forever. It's yeah. amazing. And all the other movies, a lot of people like them. Right. right? And they have made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And um, and the music. The music is iconic. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. I was telling you earlier <laughs> that my son learned to play it. And so uh-huh. all October last year, he was on the piano playing this song, you know. And it is actually creepy. It is Broad creepy. Broad daylight. I- like, things are happy. He sits down, all smiles to play this song. And you're like, wow. Uh-huh. That really is scary. <laughs> it was a very, very short shoot. Just 20 days. I mean, amazing. I mean, that's ridiculously fast. They must have been very, very long, very, very exhausting days. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you're in a horror movie, you can use that exhaustion well, to help you your- can. In fact, okay, we didn't talk about this, but we just covered Shining, right? Right. Um, and so in The Shining, Shelley Duvall, of course, is amazing. I, right. I mean, she's terrified. You believe her. Well, that's because she really was. Yeah, she The was director really was afraid. horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. Stanley Kubrick was awful to her. Uh-huh. And it's documented. We all know this. This isn't like controversy, but, um, but he was legitimately awful. Wouldn't let anybody to comfort her. Wouldn't let her be comfortable. Like he would yell at people if they tried to like bring her like extra snack or a food or give her a hug. He would like yell at them to get away from her. So she felt literally terrorized because she was terrorized on that set. And he did it because it got the best performance out of her for that. But it actually kind of ruined her. Like she was never okay after that. Right. And it really kind of was a, a turning point of her entire career for the worse. Yeah. Because she couldn't. Anyway, so, like, don't do that anymore. We don't approve of that anymore, That's right. Kubrick, That's taking okay? the... Uh, Method acting. Uh, yes. Thank you very no, much. No, no, no. So, like, but truly, <laughs> but a little tired, knowing everybody's a little tired, a mm-hmm. little this. Yeah, you can totally use that. That's right. As long as you don't terrorize them. <laughs> and it was filmed in the spring, so if you're... It's supposed to be in the fall on Halloween, mm-hmm. and they had to bring in bags of 
fake leaves to make it look like fall and they reuse the leaves all over the set they'd like bag them back up and move them around but all the trees are green <laughs> yeah isn't that funny because <laughs> we have a tiny budget hey whatever hey it worked you have that just shows you you got a good film you got a good film mm-hmm. so we all know that the mask is so iconic and it was a very very cheap thing that they did they had two options and they were both really cheap masks that were bought for $2 a piece at toy stores near Halloween. One was a replica mask of a clown named Weary Willie. Okay. Okay. And then the one they actually used was a stretched out mask of Captain Kirk, William Shatner. What? I don't... That they painted white. What? I had no idea. You didn't know this? I had no idea about this. Yeah. Michael Myers is William William Shatner Shatner. painted white with the dead eyes. Well, that's terrifying. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the blank. William Shatner feels about this. I I think he would feel pretty good about it. I mean, I guess, but that's I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about like somebody (laughs) taking a mask of me and then deciding that's the most iconic evil character on the planet. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess they they cut out the eyes, or the eyes were no, already cut no, out. No, the like eyes 19- already cut out because yeah. this is like nineteen seventy eight. Nineteen seventy eight. So everybody wore the no, a really the kind of masks that you wouldn't recommend people wear because it probably had all kinds of chemicals in it. Yeah, and it covered your entire head, and you know you can't breathe very well. You can't see very well. You have no peripheral vision. No, it which, was terrible. Which is, I think, makes. Michael Myers, even scarier to know that he's wearing this mask and you know what it's like to put a mask like that over your head and how confining it feels and how little you can actually see and that he was still such an effective murderer. Yeah, right. (laughs) He was, uh, well, that, that, that fits Mm because he was just evil. Like he just, oh man, it is pretty scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Michael Myers is probably one of the more scary kind of slasher. Yeah. You know, like there's not a so much of a comedy oh, aspect there. No, that's true. Well, and he starts so young. So young, which is what's terrifying about it, too. Right, because it's like, ooh, you know, you like to think that people are evil because they've been made evil because something terrible happened to them and that, you know, their evilness is something that's out of their control. But... We don't like it when it's unexplained. Right. We don't don't like it. We we do not. This and another John Carpenter, Rosemary's Baby. Yes. Born Evil is terrifying. It's much scarier, much less funny. Much less funny. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby, not funny. No. That holds up, too. If you haven't watched that recently, maybe go back and revisit. Mm. Because it holds up, I think. Mm. I mean, it's obvious it's from that time frame, right? Right. The 60s. But it's still like... Dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, some creepy, remake, creepy storytelling. The remake got good reviews too, I think. Did I even see the remake? Was I didn't even, I don't even think I've. You didn't, it wasn't on your radar? No. Wasn't it even had on some my radar. famous actress in it. I can't remember who. I don't know. But it was plagued by bad stuff on set. <gasps> As well, like oh. I think I, I don't Health remember the opera. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly, but I know that like the original movie had weird stuff happen yes. on set, uh-huh. and then so did the remake. I feel you like never... somebody's. I feel like somebody's pulling their leg. 
Okay, I gotta look this up. A Rosemary's Baby had a remake? I think so. I mean, like that sounds familiar. 10 or 12 years ago, maybe. Oh, like recent. That's how old we are now. When you say 10 and 12 years ago, <laughs> I go, like, recent. recent. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Okay. Yeah, but that would be just the age. I don't of... see it. No? 1968, oh, 1968. I don't see a remake. Maybe it was... Maybe it was a movie about making the movie. Oh, maybe. I don't remember. Well, we're okay. Then listeners, you're going to have to set us straight. That's right. Figure this out for us because our search histories, again, cannot handle this. So, um, (laughs) yeah, find us on the social media and let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Killer Fun Podcast, exploring the intersection of crime and entertainment. You can find us on Twitter at Killer Fun Pod, or you can send us an email, killerfunpodcast at gmail.com. All right, so we chose we chose these movies, right? That That's we right. that we covered, but there's so many that we didn't choose. So I have to give you I have to give you like three more movies that people need to go watch. Okay. On, on like Halloween because okay. you know nobody, well, maybe somebody is, but we can't go really trick or treating the same way because we're, we're not socially distancing and and depending on where you live, you might be able to do that, but you might not be able to do that mm-hmm. depending on where you live so um all right here's my top three suggestions you got to go watch evil dead all of them we covered evil dead i'm mm-hmm. talking about the rest of them so like army of darkness okay okay so you got to watch the whole series that's okay. like my number one suggestion it's fabulous go go watch his boomstick okay anyways <laughs> moving on um and then you've got to watch in the mouth of madness okay because it's just it's just awesome mm-hmm. it's just awesome you got to go watch that or you've got to go watch The Ring. Oh, my gosh. The Ring is one of the scariest movies I've ever and seen. And everybody says that. And I said that, too. And then my son watched it. And he was like, eh. And I was like, what? And so my big thing is you've got to go watch it. Because i got to know, does it hold up for you? Is it okay. just as scary? Well, okay. So when I watched it, I didn't see it in the movie theater the first time. I saw it on, like, a Saturday afternoon on HBO. Okay. No, by myself, but it was a sunny day and I just happened to turn it on when it was starting and I got sucked in. Uh huh. Well, because it is a good movie. It is good. And, but I was like just wide eyed staring at it, terrified in the middle of the day. Yeah, scared it's scary. Of it. I think so too. Okay, so I have to tell you a story. We saw it in the movie theater. Okay. Right? And we have cell phones then. Okay, right? Yeah. So we're in the movie theater and the movie ends and everybody is dead silent, like stunned because it was actually far more scary than any of us anticipated it to be, right? It was just one of those community moments where we all kind of went, whoa. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. And somebody's cell phone went off. (gasps) I mean, everybody screamed. (laughs) And then everybody laughed really hard. And then like the one dude was like, my bad. Because <laughs> like, it was his phone. He didn't have it off, right? But, oh, my gosh, it was so terrifying. But I was so thankful for that moment because it at least broke the tension. Uh-huh. Because I was legitimately like, I didn't I didn't know what I was getting into. I don't want to answer the phone ever again. I didn't, I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand. But it is really good. But I don't know if it holds up for y'all because um, it, apparently for, for my 14-year-old, it didn't quite hold up. Wow. Well, do let us know. Let us know what you're doing for Halloween. If you dress up as something fun, share a picture with us. We'd love to see it. And happy Halloween. Join us in, well, I guess a little less than two weeks now. Yep. Because, uh, you know, this is a special. Yeah, special. We're doing Can a special, special week. That's right. So until next time, be safe, be kind, and wash your hands. <laughs>
And of course, the mask is so iconic. Oh, definitely. And we all know that it's ended up being Captain Kirk. What's his real name? Hmm? It's a mask. What's who's that guy? <laughs> what are we on. talking about right hold now? On, hold on, hold huh? on. Let, let me find out, and then I'll <laughs> and then I'll tell you. William Shatner. Okay. Note that over. 